What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of uh, Film Frat Podcast, episode six, this time in a, a brand new year. Yes, sir. 2023, or as uh, Aiden Ross likes to say, 2023. 2023. For some reason. That's so odd. <laughs> he, he doesn't catch himself. I don't I, think he knows. Maybe he's it's doing on it. purpose. Yeah, I don't know. So let's send a quick shout out to that boy. There's times where I feel like. <laughs> I don't know if he knows, but yeah, maybe it's on purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it is what it is. We had a long year, 2022. For me, it seemed pretty long. I don't know about you. It felt like it went yeah. by pretty slow. Just thinking back of on everything that happened, I guess. But yeah, I mean, it's crazy to think about that. It is 2023 now. Like, yeah. it feels like that kind of crept up quickly. But like, pretty at the much. same time, like looking back on 2022, it definitely seems like. A lot happened for sure. A lot happened, and I'm I'm not gonna lie. I like the way it ended in terms of the stuff we've been watching. Oh yeah. Um. For example, I mean, we just watched Avatar. I know yes, everyone's sir. watched Avatar. I mean, in 14 days, it broke a billy in Did the box it? office. Yeah. Dang. So that's huge. Yeah. And it was a what long anticipated, long awaited uh, film. Yeah. I mean, what ten plus ten years? plus years yeah. in in the making. Yeah. And what for whatever reasons it took that long. Um, yeah. was it worth it? Was it was worth the it? wait? I mean, it? is so, I mean, you have to look at what he's doing with the series or Absolutely. with Avatar, like as a whole now. Right. Cause you can't like, you look at the first movie and it was kind of more of a standalone film. I feel like. Absolutely. And you could look at it as a standalone film. Right. And I really do like the first one a lot. And then to wait 10 years later, you mm -hmm. kind of have high expectations going into mm -hmm. a second one. But the thing is it doesn't like he already has a bunch of movies set so it's kind of like, lined up yeah so it kind of seems like he's more of gonna build like a cinematic universe i guess so back when you were a little kid right watching the first movie in your head did you feel as though this story can continue or was oh, that something yeah. you didn't really think about uh with how expansive the first movie was oh yeah it, i could definitely see it continuing for sure uh, yeah um but yeah i I just didn't know if it was ever going to happen or not. I don't know. It was always kind of like uh, speculated that he was going to come out. Oh, is Avatar 2 coming out this year, this year? <laughs> right. Know, Ten years later, we're like, like I don't know. Because for the <laughs> longest time, there wasn't any news that it was in production, that it was being written or anything, right? I didn't hear anything personally. No, and I didn't it, really either. And it's funny because even my dad would ask me like, yo, is the second one coming out? I'm like, bro, I don't know. <laughs> I haven't seen anything. No, and I wasn't like convinced until I saw the trailer. And oh, so yeah. that's when I was like, okay, it's actually happening. And I, I couldn't have been convinced otherwise mm -hmm. with how long it had been uh, without seeing the trailer that it was happening. Yep. And as long as we waited, it translated into a super long film, <laughs> three <laughs> yeah. hours plus. Yeah. Um, and I just wanted before we go into it, mention that it didn't feel like three hours for me at least no at three hours plus runtime um it it was paced pretty well yeah not i thought lie. so too and it's crazy because like you don't get into the new kind of waterfront oasis chapter of the film until like what an hour in yeah right? yeah yeah, yeah I would and say so. yeah so what, the, you the water the water like i mean it's basically the whole second act and third act Absolutely. but like the world building of the water world is kind of like the whole second act like it's mm -hmm. really just you kind of exploring this new territory for sure and um it's really beautiful i mean it is a beautiful movie i mean the shots were like amazing the water was clist or was crystal clear crystal clear it looks yeah. like you can jump in there yeah yeah, yeah it looked absolutely. cold it, <laughs> it did look cold <laughs> <laughs> it did but it, yeah i i thought that he did a good job i mean it was definitely like i said beautiful and yeah it do i think it dragged in a couple places sometimes mm. sure but okay. like 
Yeah. I, I enjoyed it. Okay. I, yeah, I so, definitely enjoyed it. So let's get into that. What about the movie did did you like? What what kind of you know stuck in your head? Again, there's a lot to process. Oh yeah, a lot. And and after we watched the movie, it took us a while to really try to like talk about it. Mm-hmm. I remember getting out of theaters and we we're like, damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's yeah, a yeah. lot to dissect there. A lot to oh, digest. Oh yeah, because there's so many new characters that weren't. Yeah. I mean, he has a whole family now, so yep. you have to introduce the Solis. Yeah, the Solis. So what he had, there was four four kids. So it was yeah. the oldest, mm-hmm. and then it was the youngest, the troublemaker. Mm-hmm. Um, the youngest, youngest daughter. Son. Yeah, youngest son. Sorry, yeah, oldest son, youngest son, and then mm-hmm. you had the youngest daughter, and then kind of like the adopted right. daughter. Daughter. Um, which reincarnated is, Sigourney Weaver pretty much which we'll get into so right. you had kind of this expansive family and I'm gonna throw spider in there too the human boy yeah, that yeah, they yeah. described as kind of just like a stray cat <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna throw him into the family because he kind of was part of the family yeah you know what oh I mean? yeah for sure yeah and, yeah, yeah. and he had a stray own, cat for sure absolutely the yeah. way, I, just the way he hissed and stuff was kind of corny yeah. I'm not gonna lie it made me feel kind of ugh yeah, <laughs> it was kind of yeah. weird but he did it a lot he did <laughs> and um but I liked his character Right. So, yeah, you have this expansive family that now you have to write in and kind of include through the storyline. And this film didn't seem more so of a Jake film, but more so of uh, the youngest son film. You yeah, really yeah, see yeah. his character arc and you see him grow as as a character, not as a person, but as an avatar. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And throughout the whole movie, they're kind of like clowning on him for being weird and an and yeah. outsider because of his hands. You see he had like the five fingers, like right. a human that um, was kind of like uh like a it was brought up a couple times something yeah. like that like with Sigourney Weaver's character mm-hmm. especially too she yeah. was definitely kind of the picked on character right. for sure but like yeah i would say as far as um who grew the most throughout the film it was definitely the youngest son for the sure. youngest son and the whale and the whale <laughs> <laughs> the whale man yeah i mean if we want to get into like some of the things we didn't yeah like yeah so go ahead yeah, yeah what's up i would say stuff like that there was just stuff like a storyline that had to do with a whale that just felt so out of place to me, or it just felt like it didn't feel out of place, but it just felt like a side quest. Um, yeah. Okay. Like it just felt like completely like its own thing. And Mm -hmm. my thing was too, I guess it was solely, it wasn't solely, but it was very prominently, uh, about this, uh, youngest son. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You saw him grow a lot, which is great, but you got three other characters and not to say that they didn't, I think Sigourney Weaver's character, they definitely, mm-hmm. uh, well, the rebirth of Sigourney Weaver, I right. suppose. Uh, they like, they kind of like explained her background a little bit, a but little bit. I mean, if you were to talk about the oldest son though, we didn't get much on not him. really, not really. Um, I mean, I feel like the oldest son was there to kind of show the spin image of of Jake and how he really followed as as like you know the head of the family afterwards. Mm-hmm. He's growing into this strong soldier who should look out for his family, and that's how he was being raised. Um, the youngest son, the the kind of the misfit, the one that wasn't really seen or kind of pushed aside. I, I mean, I feel like maybe a lot of younger kids and their families can kind of relate, but he, he was definitely playing that role, or at least they wrote him into it. And mm-hmm. I feel like maybe it was a little um, kind of pushed, yeah. like, oh, he's like the misfit kid who doesn't really oh, fit yeah. and he wants to be heard. I mean, I don't know. Was that really believable to you? Mm, I, it just was pushed so much. Like, mm-hmm. that was very, like, that was a main storyline that was it happened once and then it happened again. And then I think it happened again. Like right. there's like three instances where it's like, you know, kid, what are you doing? Like, what, why are you like, he just solely getting mad at him basically Absolutely. or Jake getting mad at him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and just, it felt 
like it was repetitive a little bit in that sense yeah. to me. Yeah. But um, I agree. I like his character. Not that I don't like his character. I just would have liked to like. Uh, do we want to get into spoilers or what are we doing? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Let's get into it. All right, well, then let's spoil it. The, <laughs> the oldest son dies in this right. in this movie. Which, it didn't impact me as much as I thought it would. It, didn't, it almost didn't hit me at all. Because I feel like I didn't see him talk throughout the movie at all. As much. Like, barely at right. all, I felt like. Yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, if the oldest son is supposed to kind of be the one who who is there to kind of inherit, like, you know, the head of the family and supposed to be strong, strong-willed, learning from his dad... There wasn't enough pushback between the oldest son and the youngest son. Mm-mm. You know, they're always goofing around and Jake was scolding the oldest son. Like, you're supposed to be watching over him. Oh, I know, dad. I know. No, mm-hmm. like it should have been more so of like a clash between like the oldest son and the youngest son. Like mm-hmm. some responsibility. Like, what are you doing? Why are you going out of, you know, doing these stupid things? You're supposed to be learning, mm-hmm. et cetera. So I don't think there was too much clash between those two characters to kind of reinforce the differences between them you know i agree yeah i feel like that was unbelievable to me was the oldest and youngest son's dynamic i guess because it just felt like it just be like these like one-liners like the youngest son would say something like um oh you're just the perfect kid you're the perfect child um dad like your dad's favorite blah 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 you know all this and it's kind of like is he though i didn't i, didn't I don't believe know it. i, I don't know i don't i didn't get to know him enough to like right i literally that right. so if they like we said they're making more movies so mm-hmm. maybe they have a chance to explain more of the oldest sons mm-hmm. um you know backstory but mm-hmm. i don't know i just i did not feel much at all when he yeah, died to be honest but like, you know who personally? did huh? the mom yeah. Dude, she went crazy oh, yeah, dude. after his death, which I really liked. Favorite scene in the movie Yeah, for me. absolutely. She just went insane, which is believable. I mean, her mother yeah. just lost her child oh, yeah. and has to put those emotions away in order to keep fighting. Oh, my God, dude. Oh, the dude. way it translated into just her emotions, yeah. I felt that. I was like, oh, I felt it. I believed scary, that. Bro. I believed every second of that. Yeah. Like, she went crazy on them. Yeah. And you could see it in her eyes. Like, absolutely. She, after she got mm-hmm. kind of got done, you know, going through her whole rampage, mm-hmm. like, she literally, like, can't calm herself yeah. down. Her her adrenaline was just, like, pumping yeah. so much. So, it was That was epic that, that was, was a great scene that definitely mm-hmm. stood out the most for me Same. um going back to the youngest son and how he has that like character development of like oh i'm the misfit the child that's kind of stood out they introduced the whale to kind of <laughs> parallel that yeah. that character development Gosh. right so now he has a connection with the whale who was also kind of abandoned by his fellow whales <laughs> right because he was framed for the murder of of all these different people and whales and stuff so yeah How'd Man, you feel about dude, that? I don't know the whole whale thing to mm. me. I I get the the push to you know have, uh, I guess push for ocean safety and you yeah, know, absolutely, push, absolutely, and all that. Great, but like to have them be able to talk to the whales, I was that came out of left field to me a little. It bit. was kind of um cartoonish it was, very disney-esque it, yeah. were, the whales had a lot of personality oh yeah dude they had a lot of personality which i mean they tried explaining they tried like you know reinforcing the fact that they had all this personality because they were super smart they yeah were intelligent which, mathematics yeah. language ecosystem culture like they were very smart species yeah 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 so that's kind of how they tried reinforcing the fact that they have a lot of personality right. in these whales but when i know more about a whale in the movie than the oldest son <laughs> yeah there's an issue there right <laughs> yeah i feel like there's a disconnect there for me so i don't know yeah it was yeah 
like I said, like the side quest kind of, yeah. I, I felt like there was some side quests in here, but some filler. Yeah, for sure. Filler episodes. Absolutely. And it's so funny. Cause do you remember the scene where the oldest son and the, the youngest son were fighting? Like the youngest son was saying, I have to go save my bro mm-hmm. referring to the whale. Mm-hmm. And the oldest son's like, I am your bro. Yeah. Cheesy, bro. It was, yeah, <laughs> I just did. a little bit. It didn't hit for me. That it's like, all right. So the youngest son now feels as though this whale, he, he, there's more of a connection there, which I mean, I, I could see. And I, they even went as far as connecting each other through like their Neuralink thing. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you got to see the past of, of the whales, which everyone was kind of going against because yeah, yeah. the whale had uh, obviously the, the legacy of being super bad, mm-hmm. killing all these people, killing all these whales. So, um, again, I, yeah, like, I so I mean, we've gone into it now. So overall, what would you say? Like, what did you enjoy it? What, did you think it was a good sequel or what? Um. Yeah, I I really enjoyed the introduction of the ocean side, mm-hmm. the 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 water people, the way of the water. I thought that was super cool. Yeah, yeah. And um, before we get into like what you know the, the plans are in the next sequels, I think this is a good way to introduce more of the world building itself, more of Pandora, showing the different ecosystems and the differences between the Navi. Mm-hmm. Right, you have the jungle people, and then you have the water people. You can see they have different tails. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they survive underwater longer, better swimmers. So you can really see the adaptions between the different species mm-hmm. or at least different versions of the navi so that i really enjoyed mm-hmm. um there were some parts of the movie that i didn't really enjoy and that's just the writing itself was kind of like obviously you have the colonel come back from the first movie and he's kind of the overall villain of mm-hmm. the film right Again. Korich, i think his, his name was colonel Korich, mm-hmm. and now he's in a navi body because mm-hmm. they transferred his his you know emotions and in, in, in his mind into this new body um, so you have like this end sequence, which the battle at the end was kind of cool. Yeah. I liked the cool. battle and then you had the sinking ship. What I didn't enjoy, however, was, um, you had all the water people kind of go with Jake after they captured the kids on the boat and stuff. Mm-hmm. So you have this huge anticipated waterfront of soldiers right. ready, right. standing on guard to face, um, Corage and his people on this boat. Mm-hmm. And then the battle commences. Yeah. Where did the water people go? I know, yeah. I what was happened about there? That too. Like at the very end of the movie, I'm yeah. like, where did everybody go? There, where are the water people? Yeah, they just weren't there. What? I was thinking about that too. Yeah. I was like, did, did they just leave? Like, did they not say anything? Yeah, I, I was pretty confused because you see them all charge, right? You yeah. see them all start swimming in their super cool. Uh, what was that? Like a flying? Uh, yeah, what, yeah. What was that thing they were on? Um, it's kind of similar to like the dragons i guess they have in the forest but they yeah they're you know water based right (laughs) water based pokemon (laughs) yeah and um so yeah you see them take charge Uh uh-huh but then once they get on the boat and stuff where are they at yeah i would assume that they'd hop on the boat as well and start fighting you'd see all these soldiers fighting and whatnot nothing didn't happen i know yeah it was weird and for the last fight scene this is just like a little uh i guess thing like gripe i had with it Mm -hmm. as far as just technically the editing i thought it was so choppy with the the uh running away scenes i guess so the the main fight is going down and then you just see two other instances of people trying to escape water Mm -hmm. which is fine like they're they're intense moments but like this is like the pinnacle fight of the movie absolutely and i feel like i'm not seeing it too much like Mm -hmm. as much as i want to be um that was that was just like a technical like thing for me at the end where i was like i just want to see them fight i don't want to see these two other 
you know, four other characters running away from water. So you're talking about the point where Korich and Jake are fighting, right? Right. And then it cuts to all these yeah. other different uh, perspectives of them kind of trying to escape the boat and stuff. Mm-hmm. I see. And I mean, I feel like it, it's at fault because there's a lot going on in general. There was. So they're trying to include all that into right. it, right? Mm-hmm. So, yes, I definitely see that as well. But overall, I mean... I liked it. Again, yeah. it didn't seem like a long film, even though it was no. three plus hours. I think it was yeah. paced well. Mm-hmm. And they're definitely obviously setting up for the sequels, which is mm-hmm. confirmed. There's They're going to be releasing a third one, a fourth one, and talks about a fifth one if if it gets to that point, which we'll talk about. Um, and kind of going back to the characters, Sigourney Weaver's character, um, there's a lot of unanswered questions there in terms yeah, she's of how kind of a- she came about who her father is, why yeah. can she control the environment around her? She kind of has this like divine intervention um, power, so to speak, mm-hmm. and unanswered. But yeah. it's because they're going to use her to set up the following films, which I right. feel like she'll be a very prominent right, right, right. character in, right? So yeah. what do you think of, of, of that? I mean, she was kind of an, an enigma sure. a little bit like for the story. I mean, she she did have a lot of unanswered questions, and I like her character. I mean, I like the idea of having... A character surrounded, uh, you know, based off of Scoring Weaver's character sure. in the first one, just because I did like her character a lot in the first one. Um, but you know, they're they're definitely going through some loopholes to get there to like have sure. that storyline be there. So absolutely, did it feel a little inserted into the film? Mm-hmm. To me, yeah, and I felt the same way honestly about Spider Spider's yeah. character a little bit. He absolutely. felt like an inserted part to like cause this, you know tension i guess or whatever i don't know sure but um i i like her character sure i like her character. so let me ask you who's the dad who's the dad did he go out for milk <laughs> <laughs> is he coming back so what's the deal there no i think i mean they were kind of teasing that it's that other scientist that was with her right hey, they were really yeah yeah I, yeah they were trying to tease that and push it for sure right. i saw that which i don't think is the case i have no. my own theory for it okay mm-hmm. did you want to expand on that yeah just a little bit okay. um and i was just seeing this because i was on twitter afterwards mm-hmm. and i was seeing like this thread of, of people discussing theories and whatnot like um was she pregnant already before she died right in the first movie you see sigourney weaver's human body as well as her avatar mm-hmm. they're trying to do that uh ritual where they're tra- they transfer her human consciousness into the avatar and it fails right she dies yeah yeah yeah. but and and i agree with this theory on on twitter um they're saying that her consciousness was instead transferred into the divine tree the spiritual tree so she's now part of the world of pandora Mm. right so you have um awa which is kind of like this divine intervention. That's what they praise, you know, like the God for their people, what they believe in. So people are saying her her consciousness got transferred into that. Mm. So her getting pregnant, her Navi body, right, mm-hmm. was more so of a divine intervention of Awa bringing herself into the flesh, kind of like a like in in, in religion, like Jesus and God. Gotcha. God sent his his son Jesus mm-hmm. to walk the earth. And kind of be in that flesh. People are saying Awa now sent uh, Kiri, Kiri, mm-hmm. Kiri, I think is her name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, to be that, to mm-hmm. be Awa in flesh, in 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 that personal form. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which is which would explain why she has these right. like um, w- weird, like um, intense feelings of feeling the earth, feeling you know Pandora. She, you know, she mentioned she felt the heartbeat getting stronger. Right. It also mentioned, or it also explains why she has this weird power to control the environment. She was controlling the fish. She was able to connect to the environment and use like the plants and stuff. Right. Um, 
which is interesting. That explains a lot. Yeah, that would right. explain pretty much everything. For Absolutely. The most part. Yeah. So that's a theory going around, and I really see that. I don't. I think the whole like, oh, maybe the scientist was the dad and stuff was to kind of throw you off yeah, from the actual, mm-hmm. you know, case. Mm-hmm. So I like that theory, and I I hope that the following installments really kind of um, touch upon that mm-hmm. in a good way. Um, but yeah, that I yeah. I liked her character, mm-hmm. and it was interesting to see Sigourney Weaver now voice that. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah, that was an interesting decision. Yeah, but yeah, I like it. I mean, I I did like it as a sequel overall. I mean, I wouldn't have liked it as much if I didn't know there were more movies coming out. Okay, mm-hmm. I I will say that as a standalone sequel, I would have been pretty disappointed if there was if that was just the second movie mm-hmm. and it ended there. Mm-hmm. I would have thought, okay. Like, especially with the oldest son uh, situation, mm-hmm. like, getting to not know him at all. At pretty all. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, but the fact that they're, you know, they're continuing the storyline, I I liked it. And I absolutely I would definitely go see the third one for sure. Yeah. So, wait, it's funny you mentioned the third one. Uh, it was actually filmed alongside the second one, mm-hmm. back to back. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Simultaneously. Mm-hmm. So, as far as we know, the third one is already filmed. Wow. Right. And now the third one, the fourth one and the fifth one, if it comes to it, will be released in two year intervals. Mm. So every two years we'll get a new avatar. OK. Which is insane to me because yeah. of how much <laughs> production goes into it. Right. How expansive the film is. Yeah. And the fact that our expectation is to have to wait 10 years. <laughs> that was crazy. But um, and and James Cameron came out and said that the, the fourth one and fifth one uh-huh. wouldn't even be a possibility unless the second one broke records in the box office. I'm talking oh, top really? four grossing in history. Ever? Just because it's so expensive, he said. Oh, yeah, So dude. expensive to make. I mean, if you look at it, this was on uh, Moist Critical's channel when I was watching yeah. him. He did a review of Avatar, and something he said was like, it was impressive. It was really impressive to him that he, they were able to up the visuals and even mm-hmm. like bring it even like to more like even crazier level Absolutely. than they did in the first one. Because the first one really was groundbreaking in its oh, yeah. own right, mm-hmm. just overall with motion capture and just like animation and stuff. But like it, these graphics are really like they're amazing in this new movie. They're they're so visually oh, yeah. pleasing. They're so beautiful, and that's why you can kind of like. Uh, like take these like moments like with the whale and stuff and kind of like you know set them aside as like maybe it's not the best storytelling maybe it's kind of you know phoned in there a little bit absolutely but it's just beautiful to watch because it looks so good it looks crisp and you know why it is right they so during parts where it was like in the air in the water to get a a really crisp um, environment and a really crisp visual they actually went from 24 to 60 frames per second Mm, in those specific areas yeah but when it went back to like a character interaction they, mm-hmm. they went back to 24 frames mm-hmm. but in those visually appealing sections mm-hmm. they upped it to like 60 frames that's cool yeah, yeah that makes sense to make it even more crisp yeah that makes sense so that's why it looked beautiful yeah right it's funny how 24 frames is really like just the staple <laughs> it still is right? it's still the staple that's crazy just cause, yeah. yeah it's crazy absolutely so now going forward with um the sequels it's confirmed that again the third one's filmed mm-hmm the fourth one is written, mm-hmm. which is funny. He got some notes from there. And the fifth one, uh, it hasn't been confirmed that it's, it, it's like done in the writing process, the pre-production and stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, they're definitely working on it. Okay. And so, um, and like I mentioned earlier, the third one, the fourth one and fifth one wouldn't be possible unless Way of the Water broke records, which it did. Mm-hmm. So the third one, I think, is going to continue. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're so damn expensive. Oh, yeah, dude. They must be. Yeah. <laughs> So um, we'll see uh, what the sequels look like. In my opinion, I would truly, really like to see the different other versions of the Navi 
Like, yeah, for example, yeah, yeah. in other um, sections of Pandora, in different terrains yeah. and atmospheres. For example, like, a, like sand dunes mm-hmm. or like fire, like in volcano areas. Imagine the differences in their bodies, yeah, the different dude. ways they look and stuff. Because the water people already looked super cool. Oh, they yeah. had like more of a teal kind of tint to them. Mm-hmm. They had the cool um, uh, designs on them and, and stuff. The tails were different. That was cool to see. So imagine like a, a fire version of that yeah, or yeah, like yeah. somewhere in the sand, different versions of that. Yeah. Just different I like terrains. That idea. I like Because that's kind of what this one set like an expectation a little bit to me is that that's kind of what the direction they might go with it. Yeah, yeah visiting absolutely. these different areas and kind of that's what it seemed like to me. Could yeah. be a possibility. Could be. So I like that idea. Yeah. But because it'd just be really visually pleasing to see all these different, you know, absolutely yeah, in their own environments. So what's the goal with Avatar? Where do you think James Cameron wants to go? Like, what's the final goal of, let's say they get to the fifth right. movie? Like, storyline? Yeah. Wise? Like, where, where does it end? I don't know, dude, because, I mean, is the Colonel going to be the villain the entire time? It, it seems that way. Like, yeah, it throughout seems that all way. the movies? It seems that way. And dude. it'd be cool to see the Colonel, you know how he's now in his Navi body? Mm-hmm. It, it would be cool to see a changing character in him joining sides with Jake embracing yeah. that Navi side to for them to fully come together and tackle like the ultimate mm-hmm. whatever antagonist boss well he's an interesting character the him in his new form because he's not the actual colonel he's just kind of got his memories right yeah. so he hasn't actually experienced anything the colonel has gone through yeah so he could be a really interesting character for sure um like for example he come becomes like self-aware absolutely like that he's just kind of a clone absolutely that could that could be really cool what if he breaks through and has the thought of why am i even trying to kill this guy like i'm no longer that colonel is the u.s military the sky people using me just to try to get their way exactly and then he changes over and has that kind of breakthrough that'd be super cool i like that idea a lot so i think he has potential to be a really interesting character but if he turns at some point i mean i don't know if that would take place you know movies later mm-hmm. or if that would take place for soon sure. after him i don't know who your for villain sure. is really so absolutely so yeah um i think it kind of ends with something between the colonel and Sully. yeah or be, i keep calling him Sully, jake jake yeah mm-hmm. so uh yeah let's keep that in mind once she's write that down so we can email james cameron and give him <laughs> our notes <laughs> for the film <laughs> yeah but um yeah i i like the movie there's a lot of uh a lot of world building was done and i love world building Oh, yeah, I love yeah, yeah. I love to see what kind of world they're living in, and they they mention like um the the sky people came to Pandora not only now to just get resources but now to do a full transition of moving people there because mm-hmm. Earth is dying, mm-hmm. which is I mean kind of happening now with us. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah they're trying to uh, relatable. Yeah, relatable, right? They're trying to they're on the agenda of of uh, inhabiting the planet now, mm-hmm. which so we'll we'll see. Yeah, and you asked like what is James Cameron's like where he's where is he going with this? Mm-hmm. I think his goal with it in general like yeah. avatar is yeah. kind of like this is his star wars or this is his, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah you know this is for his sure cinematic uh universe kind of yeah. that he's building yeah, so yeah, yeah i i think he's doing a good job there are a couple characters that i think don't have as much depth as i'd like them to have mm-hmm. a little bit surface level but um they're fun to watch i, I do sure. like watching them a lot absolutely so. mm-hmm. i would i would like to see a time skip where the the children get older i think that'd yeah be cool. same, same that'd be same. super dope mm-hmm. so yeah final thoughts on that that was really cool um man i we got to talk about black panther i oh, know yeah. we've been dying to yes. talk about black panther it's been because a while since we've seen that it, it's been a while but it still resonates with me just oh, how yeah, emotional it was yeah. uh, mm-hmm. how it really pulled the strings you know 
um, we went to go watch it, and in, in, initially, like or not initially, immediately, as soon as it starts, man, Chadwick Boseman Ooh, right tribute off the bat. right off the bat. Mackenzie cried, mm-hmm. Curtis cried, I did. Curtis was on my shoulder. I'm like, it's all good, bro. I, I cried a little bit. Yeah. No, it's, it's cool. It, it, my shirt was a little wet, but okay, cool. regardless, though, man, yeah, that movie, bro. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let, let's get into the whole touching tribute first. Um, oh, yeah. It's crazy to me how the movie starts. And yes, um, in Marvel, you know, like it was a tribute to T'Challa's death mm-hmm. in, in, in the universe. Mm-hmm. But they paralleled it with the death of Chadwick Boseman mm-hmm. to the tooth. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It, like precisely. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it felt like not just the tribute to T'Challa, but the tribute to Chadwick. Yeah, absolutely. And that was crazy. It was. Yeah, I didn't expect that. I, I didn't, didn't know how either. they were going to go about it. Yeah. But that... That hit. It hit. Yeah. And then you see um, uh, Shuri's AI explaining how he has this virus going through his body. And she's trying everything she can to try to form some kind of solution to, to you know, save his brother. Right. And so he died of this unknown disease, which, again, in real life, Chadwick Boseman died of, of cancer that no one knew about. He didn't make it public. Mm-hmm. So that parallel there, that's, I think, what made it super emotional. And oh, it really yeah. hit. Oh, yeah, you know dude. what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah, that tribute in the beginning. Because that, that is literally how the movie starts. And then you kind of go into that. And then it goes into the Marvel you know, uh, intro and yeah. it's just silence. Yeah. It's moment just, of silence. Just a moment of silence. And I remember I was just like, I got chills, bro. Like, dude. I got absolute chills. And they kind of, they have them. Um, I don't know if the the Marvel intro starts after they have like the ceremony for him, mm-hmm. but the ceremony too, because you have the close-ups on the family's faces even Absolutely. too. So it was just, and they had a mural of Chadwick too. So it just, there was a couple times in that movie where I was definitely yeah. like, Oh, absolutely. Sure. And, yeah. and kind of touching on that point with the, the funeral they had, it felt like the audience was there. Yeah, it in did. In the funeral, attending the funeral. It felt like we were there attending the funeral. Yeah, it really did. It was really emotional. Absolutely. So, man, that hit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that yeah. hit. But then getting into the film, um, there were reports that they were going to go in this direction anyway, mm-hmm. even before Chadwick died. Okay. Let's say if Chadwick were to be alive and he was in this film, they were mentioning how this would have been the plot anyways. Gotcha. Right? Where you had, um, techno- what, what is that? What's, what's the place called again? Um, um, what place are you talking about? Uh, the underwater city. Oh, it was of, um, uh, Talokan. 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 Yeah, it was Talokan. Mm-hmm. And then you had Namor. Right. Oh, my God. So let's get into that. What do you think of, of Talokan? What do you think of Namor? And what do you think of his people? Uh, well, when they showed it, it was... It, so he kind of lives in an Atlantis kind of-esque yes. world mm-hmm. somewhat. And um, it was dark. Like the, It was like really... It was a really beautiful scenery, mm-hmm. but it was really dark in there. And it kind of felt like it was very separate from the rest of the world. Yeah. How you had to get there and stuff. 100%. But it was really cool world building. I mean, and I really liked the storyline between, yeah. you know, Wakanda and um, what was the name of the place again? Uh, Talokan. Talokan. Mm-hmm. I liked the, the dynamic and like the storyline yeah. between them trying to figure some stuff I out. I mean, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you, you see the similarities between the two nations and kind of the two... Um, just the two people, the two locations. And it's crazy because in this film, it's made known that Wakanda isn't the only place that had vibranium. You know how like they right. had the uh, the crater crash down onto Earth mm-hmm. in Wakanda yeah. with the vibranium? Well, now an- another actual crater landed yeah. in the ocean, which which gave Talokan its powers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So 
which was probably shocking. <laughs> it was it was shocking, absolutely. I mean, yeah. you, you saw um, Ramona, Princess Ra- or the Queen, I guess Ramona, like mention it. Like that changes everything. Yeah, like that changes everything. Like the yeah. religious aspect, the power aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. Now what? Like, yeah. how long exactly. have these people had uh, vibranium? Right. You see, like um, U.S. authorities trying to mine vi- vibranium, mm-hmm. which is what causes the plot to begin in the first place. Namor gets pissed. Why are humans? Now trying to come to our place and get this. Mm-hmm. That's why he approaches Wakanda. Your people did this, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, what'd you think of, of uh, what's her name? The other side character who made the Iron Man S suit, like the Ironheart. Yeah. yeah. Um, is that her name? Ironheart? No, but that's what, well, that's what her show is going to be called. Oh, gotcha. And that, I guess that's her, her name. But. I thought she was a cool character. I, I thought, um, I mean, she went to school somewhere, right? She was like, I mean, she was super MIT. smart. MIT, yeah. Uh, I don't know. She kind of came out of nowhere. I, I didn't know how they knew her or what. I didn't know why they were trying to find her in the first place. But overall, I liked her character. I mean, she didn't take anything away from the movie to me. So Riri Williams. Riri that was Williams. her name. Gotcha, right. gotcha, yeah. And, and it, That was her character name? Yeah, yeah, Riri Williams, Riri right? Williams, and okay. uh, her whole thing was that she made this contraption that can uh, sense vibranium and detect it. Mm-hmm. And then her professor mm. is the one who sold it to the the government. That's right. And, okay. <laughs> and then they took That's it and right. used it to, okay. to advance the plot, right? Mm-hmm. So they were after her mm-hmm. um, to try to get her, like, why did you build this? Mm-hmm. Why did you give it? And she was like, I didn't do nothing. I just made this for class. My professor said right. I couldn't make it, and I proved him wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, that's what kickstarted all of it. That's right. Um, in terms of her being in the film, honestly, I feel like if she was in the film, the film would have been the same. Yeah. Personally. Yeah. She was she was cool. I liked her acting, but uh, in terms of what she really provided, I don't know. I agree. I mean, I don't think she added much. I did mm-hmm. like her acting like you said, but uh, if you if she was in this movie, if she wasn't, it probably would have been pretty much the same movie. Yeah. I just all I remember is them meeting her, mm-hmm. her being kind of captured for a little bit, yeah. and then her fighting a little bit at the end, yeah. and that's kind of my like that's all that's my memory of her pretty much so absolutely yeah so um what do you think of the other characters in the film they were all as it was a lot of the cast from black panther right yeah yeah Yeah. i think they all did a good job Mm -hmm. i thought um the mom or what the queen right the queen ramona yeah queen ramona yeah she uh I thought she was kind of a standout in this movie. Absolutely. Actually. That speech she gave, yeah. mm-hmm. where she was like, have I not suffered enough? Mm-hmm. Dude, she was yelling. Mm-hmm. Man, that, that was <laughs> that yeah. gave me chills. I was like, wow, yeah. that's powerful. Same. Yeah. she. I would say she was definitely my standout character. And I um, thought that, um, who's the, do you know the name of the main actress that, uh, what's uh, the main character's name in that? Shuri? Shuri. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Shuri. Yeah, I should know that. <laughs> <laughs> Shuri. Uh, she did a good job too. Yeah, I thought yeah, she yeah. did a good job for sure, bro. Let's touch upon that, dude. She ends up becoming the Black Panther mm-hmm. through. Um, so Namor gave her mm. kind of one of their. Um, what was it like a little bracelet that contained yeah. traces of their plant that mm-hmm. also had uh, DNA of of like the construct of what makes a vibranium, mm-hmm. and from that she was actually able to replicate um in her lab another herb flower mm-hmm. that then was able to be broken down into the liquid they drink yeah. to turn her into black panther so it was interesting the yeah. way she took it and what happened from there that was interesting it to see killmonger that's dude the first that was insane that's kind of crazy yeah so you see it's revealed because obviously you drink it and you go into the plane of where you know you see the ancestral plane mm-hmm. and a lot of people i was expecting Either Chadwick Boseman somehow, yeah, or maybe her mom, because uh, this happened after her mom passed away, right mm-hmm. in the movie. 
Um, but to see the, the chair turn, yeah, and it's Michael B. Jordan. I was yeah, like, bro, that would, that, what is that? That would, yeah, I know. I'd be, I'd be like, uh, I'd be kind of pissed, bro. Yeah, aren't you filming Creed three? Yeah, what are you doing? Yeah. Aren't you busy? <laughs> yeah, why are you here, bro? That was cool though, bro. Just yeah. that menacing, um, that force he carried with him, bro. Yeah, yeah. He was so menacing. He's, He's a good a, character. Yeah, and, and Michael B. Jordan does a great absolutely. job playing him. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I like how, how when they were having that discussion, she was like, I'm nothing like you. And yeah. he's like, yes, you are. Why are you here for vengeance? Right. He's like, you can either be a soft leader like your brother yeah. or you can get shit done like me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, damn. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay, Killmonger. <laughs> My bad, bro. Killmonger movie. Yeah, That'd dude. That was cool. I was hoping to see him. I know. And I'm glad I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I That's like how, yeah, they, I like how they did it, too, because it kind of was like off-putting a little bit mm-hmm. how they did it. You yeah. Uh, I was was not expecting Mm -mm. that at all, really. That was a good way to put it, off-putting. That's Mm -hmm. exactly how that made me feel. Yeah, because I I didn't know how to feel about Shuri after that. I'm like, Mm -hmm. why is is Killmonger the first person she's seen? Yeah, and it says a lot about her mentality. Right. Because she saw him for a reason. Right. So you know she was out for vengeance and revenge. Right, and this is during a big moment. Huge. I mean, this is when she's about to become Black Panther. Huge. Yeah, Yeah, her mom just died. Mm -hmm. Right. There's no leader, bro. Mm -hmm. Wakanda is without a leader. Mm Mm-hmm. Huge moment. And yeah. then they have the fight at the end with Namor and stuff. And she saves his life mm-hmm. um, because she doesn't want to turn out like Killmonger. Right. She's like, you know what? That's not me. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with the way of my people, of, of my brother and what he stood for, which is cool. It was yeah. touching. Mm-hmm. Uh, like how they connected it back to that. Um, and then let's talk about the end credits scene. Um, T'Challa had a son That's that right. we didn't know about. That's right. Right. Yeah. Dude, there's a lot of emotional moments. A lot of emotional moments. So they ended up having a son with uh, Nakia. That's her name, Nakia. Which uh, Lupita, the actress, did a great job, I think, with with Nakia. I think um, her performance is super good, bro. Bringing her back, tying Mm -hmm. her into the the plot. So T'Challa and her had a son, also named Mm T'Challa. And he wasn't included because their, their way of thinking was we didn't want him to feel the pressure of the throne. Mm-hmm. We didn't want him to feel the pressure of the politics being involved in all these things. We just wanted him to be a normal kid. Mm-hmm. They moved him out to, uh, where did they move him out to? Mm, it was because she had been secluded for a while. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. She hadn't been in Wakanda for a while, huh? Haiti. Yes, it was Haiti. Thank you. Shout out Mackenzie. Um, yeah, so they were living in Haiti and stuff. So at the very end, when Shuri's crying at the fire after burning her her funeral dress, mm-hmm. which kind of signaled that you know moving on from that death and, and the trauma, <laughs> she brings out T'Challa, mm-hmm. baby T'Challa. Yeah. Um, what do you think of that? That was I wasn't. That expecting was touching, that. bro. I, yeah. I mean, that. that's another way to. I mean, now you can kind of continue Black Panther in a different direction, mm-hmm. and, you know, and get someone to kind of play that role a little bit. I mean, unless it's going to be Sherry for the rest of the, you know, the cinematic universe, I kind of feel like, I don't think they will. I don't think it will be either, but I I think that is a way of getting, you know, another person to go into the black Panther role. Absolutely. It was a touching way to do it. And, um, yeah, I mean, it, I definitely was like a tear jerking Mm -hmm. scene for sure. So Mm -hmm. I liked it. I really liked it. Yeah, absolutely. And and then like story wise, like, Shuri isn't going to be the leader of Wakanda. In fact, I think they they were insinuating, or they even showed it that Mbaku was now going to be, you know, the leader of Wakanda. He has that leadership role, and he was kind of being that mentor mm-hmm. to Shuri mm-hmm. throughout the whole movie. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of being there for her, giving her the advice. And I think Mbaku is just a strong character in general. Mm-hmm. I think you know, hard headed leadership wise, yeah, I think yeah. he, he's a good fit for that throne. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Shuri is the Black Panther. What do you think of her as a Black Panther? Uh, Black Panther. Um, I mean. 
like what about her being just her being the black just panther her being the black panther in general i mean her suit was kind of cool like the yeah. gold accents yeah yeah yeah. i liked i mean especially for this movie you know sending chadwick off and yeah, like you got it makes sense to have it be his sister be the black panther yeah. and i think she did a good job i liked i do i i will say that i thought she was a little forgettable, like in a way, like as far as like, I didn't really remember the action sequences that too much. Mm-hmm. The end scene was cool, mm-hmm. but that is pretty much the main fighting. I remember for the most part right. was that last scene. Um, she was badass though. I mean, she was badass and yeah, I, I liked her. Yeah, it for was sure. Good, it was, yeah, she did a good job. Yeah, for sure. Uh, another another fighting sequence that I really remember was when they're on top of the bridge mm-hmm. and when the Talokan people first showed themselves, when they came out of the water, remember? Mm-hmm. And then they kidnapped Shuri mm-hmm. and uh, Riri Williams. Mm-hmm. You saw that big Talokan soldier. Remember that they had the yeah. breathing apparatuses That's with the water? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those guys were sick, bro. Yeah, yeah. Those guys were cool. And it showed like formidable opponents to the Wakandan warriors. Right. Like, hey, we're equal, bro. <laughs> right, right, Don't right. sleep on us. We're strong. Mm-hmm. And they were. And they were. Yeah, it definitely was a wake-up call for them, for Absolutely, sure. Absolutely, which I think they needed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now there's this weird tension between, you know, the U.S. and Wakanda as a nation in the movie. Like, it seems like there's growing tensions and there's, like, possibly a war that can come from it. Mm-hmm. Just based on, like, what Wakanda's doing, what they're doing with the vibranium, why they're being so secretive. So there's, like, this weird plot where the tension is super... just It's a heavy tension between right. the nation. So I'm, I'm curious to see how that relationship between the u.s and wakanda goes forward in the future same could be another war movie maybe we got civil war now we got another one coming possibly i don't know um the soundtrack for for the wakanda forever there were some cool songs in there um yeah i I can't i can't remember like um the names of them wasn't a kendrick lamar no it wasn't (laughs) it wasn't soundtrack by any means no but i think it fit yeah, it was really cool. I like. I forgot what song it was, but I like the song they played over when they were introducing Talokan as a city, mm-hmm. where you had the underwater mm. sequence, and it was kind of like I don't want to say like a dubstep or kind of like a dance hall mm-hmm. type beat, but you definitely feel the bass and stuff, and it, really, it was really cool. You see all the people swimming. Yeah, you definitely. Know. It was solid, dude. Yeah, it, it was, was solid. Cool. It was. I, it was a good movie. It was as far as 2022. It was probably definitely my favorite Marvel movie for sure. Oh, there you go. Yeah, absolutely. Say, absolutely. What about what about other stuff that came out in 2022? Man, there's a lot that came out a lot of stuff we watched what um, stuck out to you what stuck out to me the most i mean nope obviously yes i think nope hands down probably top three for me yeah that came out this year at least um i'm not gonna rank them per se i'm just gonna say what stood out to me nope was crazy absolutely um and probably for you as well yeah you probably really like absolutely nope. um nope. something that stood out to me maybe for the wrong reasons because it just grossed me out made me unsettled uh terrifier 2 okay yeah come on that was gross. that was just so unsettling for people who've watched it oh my god like, yeah it just it was brutal it was gruesome it's a it diff- goes pretty hard with the gore it's very hard and and it was a very menacing villain in terrifier right it, they they almost made him seem out like kind of like the butt of the joe kind of like a troll mm-hmm. but it was gruesome man the oh way he yeah killed Mm-hmm. And he's a force to be reckoned. I feel like they're taking this series into their own little series. Like yeah. they're gonna build a little series out of this. Feels like a little comic book to me. Absolutely. Yeah. So that stood out to me. I don't know if you wanted to talk more about that one. Nah, but I, 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 they're fun movies. I like. Yeah. Them. I, the, this, this was the first year I've seen both of them. So yeah, yeah. I saw sure. both of them this year. So I think they're definitely a, a new fun 
slasher. Yeah. He's a funny. He's, he's, yeah, he's funny. funny. He's funny. He's can pretty he, funny. Can yeah. he compete with like Jason or Michael Myers? I don't know. I don't know. He seems like he's got powers. Yeah, he has like some supernatural powers (laughs) going on. That we don't know about. Some kind of reincarnation. Maybe he's the most crazy out of all of them. Most OP. Possibly. Possibly. I don't know. We'll see. Um, Another thing that stood out to me, probably Doctor Strange. Yeah. Uh, Just for the fan service, at least. Yeah. I really like seeing the Illuminati. I like seeing Professor X. I like seeing John Krasinski as uh, Mr. Fantastic. Uh, stuff like that. I like seeing all of them die. That was so crazy to me. I wasn't expecting that. Mm-hmm. And I know we touched upon it uh, previous episode, but like the horror aspect of the Marvel film, mm-hmm. super cool. Really enjoyed that. How about anime of the year? Anime of the year, man. I don't know. Uh, Demon Slayer, probably yeah. either. De- yeah, probably Demon Slayer. Um, Spy Family is really good. I like Spy Family. There's a new one um, that Munchies and I were, were watching, uh, Chainsaw Man. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's fairly new. Came out this year, at least like the episodes that came out. Um, it's very pervy, yeah. very, very horny. Uh, <laughs> I didn't really like the aspect. That's kind of cringy, hard to watch. But aside from all that, I think it's creative. It's very yeah. gory and it, the world building is actually pre- pretty good cool. and they're getting into it. So uh, Chainsaw Man, Demon Slayer, which you did watch season two, oh, yeah. man, that loved you, it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll touch upon like what the future looks like coming up 2023. But what would you say stood out for you? Um, I would say stood out to me. I, I have this just this one movie that I just like I really loved was the menu, bro. I oh really, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I love. I love that. So how movie. was that? I loved it. It was just like it just came out of like nowhere to me because I didn't see a ton of promotion on it. Mm-hmm. And Mackenzie had said like I don't know I don't know why we went inside but we <laughs> but we did but we did but <laughs> it was it was fun. It was like Absolutely. easily the funnest movie of the year for me. It was a thriller, but it was funny. Okay. Um. Everything made sense as far as like why things happened the way they did. Okay. And the the uh, chef, I wish I I'm gonna pull up his name because he Go did ahead. a really good job. He kind of he didn't carry the film, but he definitely like great role, great role, great mm-hmm. uh, casting. Um, he did a great job, and it's just a really it, I like slash I'm uh, not slasher. I like thrillers. So real quick, just because I didn't watch it mm-hmm. and I. I think I saw one trailer, but uh, it didn't really explain much. What's the movie about? Yeah, um, here let me get this cast. So it's Chef Chef Slowick is played by Ralph Fiennes. Okay, I believe. Yes, I don't know how you say that, but sure. shout out, <laughs> shout out, Ralph. Okay, Ralph. <laughs> um, but so the movie's about like it's basically this restaurant, kind of secluded, like in the middle of a nowhere, kind of. Okay. And it's um, it's like the top like top one percent go to this restaurant. It's mm. like very exclusive. Very exclusive. Very rich. But uh, he, he kind of, on this day in particular, for whatever reason, he kind of has a different menu set up. He's, he has a little bit of a different agenda, the chef. Okay. Um, just based on things that have happened in his past. Do and they it, show that? They, that yeah, happening? they explain okay. it. Okay. And, like, he explains everything. And it's funny because, like, he's, like, got all this trauma and he's got all these, like, you know, he just seems like a very traumatized kid or whatever sure that grew up to be this like you know above all chef sure um but like he just he pokes fun at his trauma sometimes like okay. in little ways and it's funny it's funny dude okay, okay. it's like a great movie because it it'll make you like jump it'll make you laugh it's and i think they tied it all up in a really good bow at the end so sure. definitely a, a really awesome watch for me and then me and Mackenzie also saw Babylon really recently Margot Robbie Margot Robbie yeah. Brad Pitt Brad Pitt and um 
and it's by Damien Chazelle, who you know, La La Land, La La Land, uh, Whiplash. Whiplash. Yep. yep, love him. He's easily probably mm-hmm. one of my top, you know, three Absolutely. directors. I love Damien Chazelle. I loved La La Land. Yeah, that was good for me. I didn't watch Whiplash, which I probably no. should check out. Yeah, I've been following him since Whiplash because I thought that one was just such a crazy ride. For so sure, I've been watching him since then. And mm-hmm. Babylon is a fun movie, dude. Like it, it wasn't um, what I expected. Really, I expected kind of like this grand. I guess, you know, it's more visual. It's more of a visual movie. Just like to absolutely have these big sets with crazy parties and just like, and it kind of was that at the beginning, mm-hmm. but it gets really like personal. It gets pretty yeah. deep with these characters For like, sure. after that. And it's a, it's a good, it's a good movie, especially if you like filmmaking, watch it. For oh sure. yeah. Yeah. If you okay. like filmmaking, watch that movie. For How sure. long was it? I, I know you mentioned it was lengthy. Dude, it was like three hours too. It was lengthy. Okay. Know, three hour movies this year, but it didn't feel three hours. No. Uh, it was good. It was mm-hmm. a good one for sure. Yeah, okay. definitely. So I would say the menu, okay. Babylon. Okay. And, um, uh, as far as a show, maybe just to like shout out a show, mm-hmm. uh, not one I finished yet, but we have been watching the show called, Dead to Me, right, Mackenzie? Dead to Me. Dead to Me. Dead to what Me. What is that? It's a show about, so this doesn't spoil anything because okay. this happens in the first, like, episode or two, but it's about, um, so this lady has killed this other lady's husband with a hit and run with her car. Oh. And she's kind of trying to befriend her and, like, kind of make up for it. Did I, was I watching this with you guys? I think I saw, like, the yeah. final episode of season one. Yeah, and okay. it's, uh it's it's pretty good it's a good it's yeah, a funny yeah, yeah. concept kind for of sure stuff. that reveal at the end without spoiling was funny even yeah. i have no context of anything else that happened but the way the person revealed yeah. it to the other person yeah. was hilarious i was yeah. like what is whatever <laughs> it's an interesting show i mean th- that just that concept in general is like what the heck like and they Absolutely. play they poke it poke fun at it itself and it's it's fun mm. so those would probably be some standouts the menu babylon yeah, yeah, and yeah. For yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, it, was, it was a good year for movies, for sure. It was a good It was a good year for a lot of entertainment. So, like, a lot of music came out, too, man. Oh, and, yeah. And this year was just full of music. I, a lot of stuff for me was on repeat. Mm-hmm. Um, man, like, I wrote down some notable stuff that came out oh, yeah, that I kind of want to... the Spotify raps. Yeah, pull up your Spotify rap, because I, I want to see what you had going on. But here's the stuff that I kind of listened to. Um, I, Drake and 21 Savage dropped yeah. her loss. Was a good... Yeah. Personally, I loved it. Yeah. Uh, there's some songs I would skip. There's also the meme song, the 21. Can you <laughs> do some for me? Uh, yeah, kind of corny. But overall, the project, loved it, bro. You bump it at the gym, great. You bump it on a, on a car ride, great. You're mm-hmm. sad, down bad. You want some feels music, put it on. Got it. So I think overall, it really hit all these different aspects for me. Mm-hmm. So that's why I keep listening to it. I, I liked her loss. Definitely better than Honestly Nevermind, which is another project Drake dropped this year. Kind mm-hmm. of more of the house vibes, uh, house beat music. Mm-hmm. Um, SZA just dropped uh, SOS. I love SZA. I don't know if you've ever listened to SZA. Yeah, like Love Galore, mm-hmm. uh, The Weeknd, stuff like that. I like SZA. And, mm-hmm. uh, this album was, un- yeah, even though it's like repeated concepts, repeated themes of like being heartbroken, toxic exes, toxic relationships in general, you know, bossing up, I'm going to get better. She does that and she repeats those themes. She did that in her pre- uh, previous album, but I feel like she did uh, sonically mm-hmm. uh, different aspects, different um, tones, different beats. So it was good. It was really good. It was just a longer album, like 20 plus songs. Yeah. So it was wow. kind of hard to get through. Yeah. Uh, Metro Boomin dropped Heroes and Villains. I think you, you listened to that one, mm-hmm. right? Those, some Solid of those songs album. are yeah. good. Yeah, I definitely re-listened to quite a few. Yeah, yeah, album. absolutely. Um, you had like the ASAP Rocky song mm-hmm. uh, with... Um, 
rest in peace takeoff yeah yeah which is man that's crazy yeah we can get into that a whole another time but yeah that that was a good song that's the one where asap sounds like chance the rapper kind of i don't know why <laughs> i don't know if you guys please comment down below if you think asap rocky sounds like chance the rapper on yeah that sell song. that debate or i don't know if it's a debate or not i don't know but, but i just want to know if other people think the same thing <laughs> i can kind of see it if i were to close my eyes and yeah. not pay attention <laughs> there's a point where it starts to sound like like it it sounds like ASAP, but at first it sounds very reminiscent of Chance to me. Absolutely. So that Metro Boomin album, uh, another one where you can listen at the gym, or you, it, it's very high paced. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely a lot of dark tones, so you just feel like powerful <laughs> yeah. listening to it, which kind of fits the theme, Heroes and Villains. It's super good. Yeah, it's got Young Thug, it's got The Weeknd, yeah. Twenty One Savage, cinemat- Future. Yeah. It's a cinematic, very album. cinematic, and it's cool because Metro Boomin came out and said like uh, a huge inspiration for this album. He got like inspiration from I don't know if you've ever seen The Boys mm. on Amazon. Um, I have not, but no, I've heard a lot of yes, good things. About a lot. It. You should check it out. I've, yeah. I've only seen the first season, which I got to catch up. But very good TV show. Crazy, yeah. bro. Gruesome. Yeah. Very dark. They don't shy away from anything. Really? A lot of people cool. I know tell me that mm-hmm. it's something I'd probably like. Yeah. So I should check it Absolutely. out. Absolutely. Sure. So that Metro Boomin got some uh, inspiration from from that, which is cool. Um, the weekend, mm-hmm. Don FM, something yeah. we've you know solid. you went back and listened to. Mm-hmm. I've gone back and listened to. Very cinematic. Mm-hmm. I like uh, what Jim Carrey did to the project. What he added. Yeah. Uh, kind of this overarching um, theme of like you're kind of in the middle of nowhere, deserted. You're just tuning into a random radio station. Yeah. And he tells you to sit back, you know, kind of enjoy, yeah. relax, relax. I like I like yeah. the way his voice sounded. It was cool, man. It really fit. And yeah. I like seeing people like him. Like for example, right. also um like uh, Metro- Morgan Freeman. Exactly. Yes. Right. So yeah. people coming in voicing, um, having that kind of uh, clash of different genres yeah. and uh, different modes of entertainment come in and kind of add their spin to it. That's super cool, man. Yeah. It makes those it super are cool cinematic. Collab- collaborations i Absolutely. love those collaborations yep. so it makes it an experience you know yeah what I mean? definitely um another one i want to shout out kendrick mm-hmm. huge anticipation for kendrick yeah Lamar. holy crap yeah. whether it still resonates now yeah i don't i haven't seen much hype or buzz about uh the big steppers his right. album um but at the time when it dropped it was very heavy a lot of uh Dude. images yeah and uh, a lot of storyline in that album which Again, it's not an album you're going to bump. It's not going to go radio. Like, no. you're not going to bump it, like, having fun. Like, it's, it's very deep and personal to him, which we've talked about. Yeah, yeah. Um, Wait, it, was, it was a good album. I I almost forgot it came out this year. Honestly. Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, 2022. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Sorry, 2020, 22. That's right. Um, Bad Bunny. Yeah. Man, that's that's my guy, bro. Yeah, uh, yeah, that yeah. Was, that was an album, al- huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bad Bunny, that was an album that dropped without real any promotion or any hype. He kind of just dropped it, and it was a summer vibe, summer album, a lot of sad tones, but again, also like kind of on your come up mm-hmm. vibe. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Uh, very fun, very energetic, sunny, uh, but also dark many times. That's a really good one. And because of that album, he went on tour, and dude, have you seen the the prices for his tickets? People, no. dude, oh my god, they're like in the thousands. Are for you like serious? Really, yeah, for like trash Sheesh. seats. Yeah. Like this man got his bag, bro. I think he was one of the top listened artists on Spotify or in general. Okay. I'm pretty sure he was. I think he even beat Drake. Did I he? could be wrong, so oh. fact check me there. But um, yeah, he I was one that. of the most listened artists of 2022. Um, and then kind of to end the year. Um, and I do this every year, but I wanted to give a quick shout out for like Christmas time. You know, people put on their Christmas albums and kind of fit the, the mood. Mm -hmm. My go-to's Chance the Rapper's Christmas album, which is a Merry Christmas, Lil Mama. Mm -hmm. Huge shout out. I put that on repeat every, every December, as soon as December hits. And another one I wanted to also give props to was Bryson Tiller. 
he dropped a Christmas Christmas album 2021, mm-hmm. but I listened to it this uh, this past year as well 2022. It's called A Different Christmas. Okay. Also very sad vibes, very Christmassy. It's, it just fits the mood, and that's kind of just your Spotify raps. Kinda. It's just what I've had on repeat. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've, I've listened to a lot of music this year. And Who is your most listened to artist? Drake. <laughs> and it's like that every year, and it's gonna be like that for the next decade. I think Drake's okay. the goat. I've mentioned this before. If you want to come at me, go ahead. Please do so. Come at him. Come at me. I think Drake's the goat. Um, <laughs> that's just me. Drake will always be number one. Uh, let's see my Spotify raps. Yeah, here. I'm, I'm curious to see what you what you have, what kind of vibe you've been on. So I have been very consistent. Or I was very consistent all of 22 talking about Snot. That's right. I will say that his album, Ethereal. (laughs) (laughs) Ethereal. Not to be confused with Ethereum. Ethereum. Yeah. Wasn't that like a. That was like a. That's the cryptocurrency. Crypto thing, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. You buy stuff with ETH. That's why I said that that one time. Okay, yeah. (laughs) Ethereum. Let me make sure that's no, right. Ethereal. Ethereal. Come on, bro. You already doing this already, bro. Come on now. Ethereal. Okay, Ethereal by Snot. So here were my top artists. Yeah, okay? go ahead. I had Snot. Okay. And I would say I definitely listened, like probably three of my top five most listened to songs were from that album, mm. Ethereal. Oh, nice. Okay. So I, I listened to that a lot. And that came out early. That came out like January or February yeah, I remember of 2022. You talking about that. So I was bummed out a lot. Uh, what was... Let's see, Denzel Curry was my next. Yeah, okay, yeah. And I bumped Denzel a lot, like consistently throughout the last couple years. Melt my eyes, see your future. Mm. Love that. That was an album that came out this year, and I I mentioned on another podcast, but I saw him in uh, live this year Mm -hmm. or 2022. Saw him in concert. Great concert. It was awesome, and it was a more intimate setting, so I definitely got spoiled in that sense for sure. For sure. So Mel, my I see your future has some bangers on it for Mm -hmm. sure. What's a what's a song you'd recommend off that? Because I haven't listened to it. Oh yeah, let's see. I mean, Walking is definitely his single that was like everyone, like not everyone, but like it was his most popular single off of that album. But if I was to recommend to you specifically something. I say X Wing is pretty good mm-hmm. or really good. The Ills. You'd like the Ills. The too. Ills. That's okay. a that's a solid one too. Okay. And uh dude, there's a lot on here that I really liked. Um so Denzel Curry for sure. Listen to him a lot. And then after that, Suicide Boys. Suicide well, Boys. Also Again, saw him concert, you saw him. And yep. that was solid concert also. That was definitely a, a bigger venue. But they came out with Sing Me a Law by My Sweet Temptation. Mm-hmm. And it was more like I haven't didn't listen uh didn't start listening to Suicide Boys till like a little later than yeah. most people I feel like. And so I've kind of like been up on their newer stuff. Okay. And their newer stuff I've found at least just in my experience that it's a little more vibey and a little less like in your face than some of their other stuff. Yeah, and sure. I really like it mm-hmm. and I thought this album was really solid. There's a thousand blunts Really, a thousand blunts. That's a really good song, dude. I I had that on repeat a lot. So. Have you done a thousand blunts? <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> I will never reach that song's uh, that song's pinnacle, bro. Okay, yeah. absolutely. I, I know I know Nate likes Suicide Boys. I got a couple homies who bump them. Yeah, okay. I just haven't really listened to them now. They're solid, bro. Cool, and cool. then after that, Night Lavelle, who I don't think dropped much this year. Night Lavelle. Yeah, and I mentioned him like on the first podcast, I think. But Night Lavelle. He didn't really come out with an album this year. He had a single and he kind of has a cool aesthetic like he came out with a song called i spy this year and oh, his like featuring aesthetic- kyle and mm. yeah yeah <laughs> no i wish bro that was a banger no i'm just kidding <laughs> it was 
Uh, but he he kind of has the same aesthetic as the weekend, honestly. Oh no way! A little bit. Like mm. if you watch his videos, yeah. Um, different music, completely different music. Mm. But he's an artist, bro. Like he really cares about like, just like the production of his songs. He just sounds so crisp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The music videos always look killer. He he's he's a good artist for sure. Like overall, mm. he cares about his image, like his whole brand, like overall for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. And I really like him. He didn't come out with an album this year, but. That's what I was listening to this year. A lot of under, underground mm. artists, I guess you could say. Less known. Less known. I know I, uh, a very less known uh, artist I also listened to this year was Aries. I want to give a huge shout out to my boy Ben for putting him on, which is a concert I also uh, went to in 2022. I think around like April, March, April. Mm-hmm. He had a concert over in Tempe in the Aura. I think it's the venue or mm-hmm. it's like a smaller club mm-hmm. uh aries man super cool uh definitely like uh poppy uh fun type songs mm-hmm. uh, th- there's also some sad bangers too but yep. i think aries I, people should check out aries i think aries is a he- cool great artist man great music uh, sonically it sounds great too and yeah. the stuff he talks about too he uh his flow is very interesting and kind of his rhyme schemes as okay. well uh, i wouldn't call him a rapper at all i don't okay. he's not a rapper but uh, I don't even know pop artists. I don't know how to define him, so I'm not gonna put him in those walls. You know, <laughs> don't put him in a box. <laughs> don't, I'm not gonna put him in a box. I'm gonna leave that box open. But yeah, definitely Aries. I think uh, I want to give a shout out to Aries for for people who don't know him. But cool. yeah, I, like I said, a huge year for music, and I hope 2023 yeah. capitalizes and also same. drops some bangers, man. Same. You same. know what I mean? I want a J Cole album. I think same. another J Cole project would be sick. Same. Um, who else would I want to see music from? Dude, I like Chance the Rapper, please, bro. Please, yeah. Chance. Drop something good, bro. I know you love your wife. I know you <laughs> love your, your family and your children. That's dope, bro. But I seen him and Vic. But you still got to work, bro. Right. I was he's been Okay, no. I'm not going to discredit his, his work ethic. He, he's, he puts playing. in the work for sure. Mm-hmm. I go after him, not me. Um, I'm playing. He's been Chance, dropping stuff with uh, Vic Mensa. Mm-hmm. You know Vic Mensa? Uh, Another artist. No, I don't think I do. Okay, another Chicago artist. Mm -hmm. Uh, I hope him and Vic Mensa kind of team up for a a collab album or something. That'd be sick, but I just need some more Chance bangers. No offense, Chance. I did not like the big day. So come after him, not me. Come after me me for that one. (laughs) But Acid Rap, Coloring Book, great albums. I want Chance to uh, drop something this year. Yeah. Um, would you want any, who who do you think would be a good drop for 2023? Ooh, I mean Night Lavelle for sure. Okay, there you go. His out, last album hasn't. What I just looked and yeah. it looked like it was in 2019. I want to say. Damn, that's pretty long. I want to say that was his last album. But other than that, I don't know why this artist came to mind. Like when you started saying that, but Joey Badass. Joey Badass. I like Joey Badass. I, I thought he dropped something recently. Did he? he? I, I don't I, know. I don't really keep up on him as much as I. I, I like never know when he drops stuff, honestly. Yeah, for sure. Um, he's not a huge mainstream artist by any means, but he definitely has oh, his bangers. Looks like his last album was 2022. Yeah, so see, I'm just I knew, a dumbass, I, knew but <laughs> <laughs> I knew he dropped something. <laughs> but, yeah, so Joey, never mind. <laughs> never mind. You're good, bro. You're good, bro. Take you came out. I'll, I'll listen to that album. <laughs> Take the year off. Yeah. Um, man, Uzi, please. I want mm. Uzi to drop something, man. Uzi be. He fired. had that single. I uh, just want to rock. Yeah. With uh, he had a in the dance like the that went viral yeah, with his I dancing. Yeah, yeah. That's I liked it. Yeah. Um, I want him to drop an album. Yeah. Like a real like a full length. Same. Um, Eternal Take was cool, and then mm. he dropped uh, like a deluxe version of Eternal Take, which was uh, another Love Is Rage mm-hmm. album. It was a weird collab like deluxe album, but uh, I really like Uzi. Mm-hmm. I like Uzi. And um, I don't know. Random artists that just came to mind that I haven't seen come out with something in a while. And again, I might not just be keeping up, but 
I used to really like NLE. NLE Choppa? Back in like college, bro. I um, really liked, I liked his older stuff, but I haven't. dropped something? I haven't like uh, liked his newer stuff in a while. Why not, bro? bro? It's just not. He's the all same. woke now, bro. I know, bro. And it messed up his music a little uh, bit. Uh, 2020. Oh, he had something come out. He had literally a single. This year. Oh, 2020. He had a single come out. Um, I want to see another. Uh, another. Yeah, he shot had a, at an album from. Uh, I like Conwood a lot. I thought Conwood yeah. was good. Top Shotta was all right, but yeah, I just want him to go back to his old flows, honestly. Absolutely, and kind of his older, older stuff. Mm-hmm. But random artists that came to mind. Random, though. yeah. But yeah, the music was crazy. Uh, twenty twenty two, a lot came out. Um, mm-hmm. and just getting into other other stuff that happened in twenty twenty two. Something that ended the year off with a bang for me personally. Everyone around the world, best sport in the world, the World Cup, soccer, football. Football. Man, the World Cup in Qatar 2022 was insane. Yep. In my opinion, solidified Lionel Messi as the greatest of all time. The GOAT Mm -hmm. ends the debate. Again, in my opinion, if you want to come at me, please go ahead. Um, Come at him. It ended the debate for the GOAT debate, and I think it ended the debate between Ronaldo and Messi. Okay. Um, Argentina, bro. Uh, again, they were, they've been doing really well the past two years. They were on a roll. And again, Messi had a really bad track for his national performances with Argentina. He's, he's lost the World Cup already before in 2014. Mm-hmm. He's lost a bunch of Copa Americas, which is another tournament for South America. Mm-hmm. He's, he's lost like three of those. He even retired at one point because he couldn't, he couldn't handle it. Just, just the upset, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Kind of the disappointment. A lot of people painted him out to be the next Diego Maradona, which now I think he surpassed. Mm. But I kind of just want to go over this briefly, just how crazy um, it, it, it was, right? So it, if you don't know, and I'll, I'll explain it to you, the World Cup has group stages. Gotcha. Right. So there's multiple groups and in those groups are four teams. Mm-hmm. And in those four teams, all the teams compete for points and the top two in points move on gotcha. to the elimination rounds. Right. Okay. So Argentina ended up starting their their group by losing mm-hmm. to Saudi Arabia, which is one of the gr- hugest upsets in sports. Right. That's how they started. Their That's run. how they started their mm-hmm. run. And everyone's like, yeah, we knew it. See, Messi ain't going to win nothing, bro. He's trash. Yeah. He's trash. Mm-hmm. Well, look what happened. <laughs> Anyways. So get this, right? They made a crazy run, Argentina, in the knockout stages, right? Uh-huh. So they, they ended up advancing, as we know. And they ended up playing Australia in their first knockout round of 16 stage. Dang. They ended up beating Australia 2-1. So okay. they advanced. The game before, uh, they went up against Netherlands in the quarterfinals, which Netherlands beat the U.S. Remember how U.S. was making a cool run? Mm -hmm. Uh, Unfortunately, the U.S. got knocked out. Not cool enough. Not cool enough. Um, It's it's football, not soccer. Do you remember that debate? Like, it's called soccer. That that was what they well, were I've chanting heard, and I've stuff. Heard. Oh, what USA was? Yeah, USA. Oh, it's called soccer. Yeah, guys. they're being cocky, bro. <laughs> it's called soccer. No, it's not, bro. <laughs> they ended up losing to the Netherlands. No wonder they lost. Yeah, dude. I know, bro. But I'm not gonna lie, they had a lot of heart. They're a yeah. younger team, younger core, and they played. I mean, they gave it their yeah. all. Really, they're going. They're going crazy. Mm-hmm. Anyways, they lost. So Argentina ends up playing the Netherlands, which they're a solid team as well. I wouldn't call them like a like a crazy championship team. I mean, they really, they haven't even won. 
um, a World Cup, I should say. But Argentina and Netherlands ended up tying 2-2. Two, two. Mm. Argentina was winning 2-0, keep in mind. Okay. It was kind of a situation that happened in the World Cup. They were up 2-0, mm-hmm. then <laughs> they got tied. Dang. So Netherlands ended up scoring two on them. They went to penalties. Argentina wins 4-3. <sighs> Crazy. So they eliminate Netherlands, right? After that, Argentina has to go up against Croatia, which were the runners-up in, in 2018 in Russia. Mm-hmm. So Croatia ended up making the finals in 2018 against France, and they lost against France. Mm. So they were second place. Okay. So a lot of people were like, yo, Croatia's going to make a crazy run this year, which they kind of did. They did. They, they ended up uh, placing third mm. in the tournament. Wow. So Croatia made a crazy run. So Argentina going up against Croatia, everyone's like, I don't know, man. I don't know if Messi can do it. I don't know if Argentina can go up against the strong Croatia because, dude, they don't give up. They're always outpacing themselves. They like, dude, they they don't run out of steam. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy to see. Yeah, Argentina beat them three zero. Yeah, <laughs> crazy. Good. I was like, wow. I wasn't expecting that either. I thought it was gonna be a close game. I mm-hmm. thought I was gonna go to penalties. It seemed like they blew by pretty pretty easily. pretty well. Interesting. Now here's the crazy part, right? Argentina versus France. In the World Cup final, yep, insane match. A lot of people, and and I'm not scared to, or afraid to say that I believe this is probably the best World Cup final ever in history. Mm. Bro, Argentina was up 2-0. Yeah, Messi scored a PK, and then Di Maria scored another goal to make it 2-0. From there, Mbappe comes back with a PK to make it 2-1. And then he scores another crazy first-time volley to make it 2-2. He wanted, He scored t- both of their goals. Both Those of their goals there. Keep okay. that in mind. Okay, Monster. Okay. I got a huge shout-out to Kylian Mbappe from the French national team. He's probably going to be the next, like, the, the one. You know yeah. what I mean? He's probably going to be the next one. Gotcha. So How old is he? He's him. Uh, he's 23, I believe. Wow. He's young, bro. Yeah. A lot of people are calling him the next Messi and Ronaldo. Again, I'm not going to go there just yet. We'll see. He already has a World Cup, though. He won the World Cup in 2018. That's crazy. At the age of 19. Well, that was easy. Yeah. (laughs) But again, France was stacked. Anyways, so they were 2-2. They go to overtime, right? Uh They pass 90 minutes. Messi ends up scoring another one to make it uh, 3-2. Dude, just the anxiety I was feeling. I was at work watching this. Crazy, bro. 3-2. Mbappe scores another goal. He gets a hat trick wow. in the World Cup. Three goals wow. for France to make it 3 3. Wow. They go into penalties, and then the rest is history. Argentina Sheesh. beats France in penalties in 4 2. And yeah, so Crazy. Messi won his World Cup. Uh, I think that ends the debate. Yep. Personally, I think he is the GOAT, cemented, better than Maradona, better than Pele, in my opinion, better than Ronaldo. And that's all she wrote. That's so great way I, he's still competing he's not retiring he said he wants to keep playing as a champion but there goes uh Messi <laughs> cementing his legacy which honestly yeah. couldn't have been written better bro yeah. towards the latter part of his career finally winning the one the world cup yeah the biggest biggest sporting event in my opinion in the world all came full circle it all came full circle so i hope they make a documentary yeah that would be so that sick, would be so sick to dude. see that oh yeah. yeah they must do yeah and it was so cool to see like messi and salt Bay, the two goats on the field together <laughs> oh my god bro. <laughs> that was the corniest cringiest i don't do it just gives me the icks bro thinking about salt bay running out there <laughs> thinking he's part of the team snagging the trophy at points from dude, the players taking doing, pictures dude? at one point there's a picture of him biting the other player's medal what they're doing it? like the side hug and the other player's medal <laughs> is in his mouth like bro 
what are you what doing? What a clown, dude. Oh, my God. Biggest cloud chaser. I think he's overrated. The fact that he became famous over the overrated. pinching. Like, how can you, like, yeah. this is what it he is, He was bro. riding that trend. <laughs> yeah. And he still does. That's his personality now. Absolutely. Yeah. So, the fact that he got onto the field, I don't even know how that happened. They should have kicked <laughs> exactly, him off. Exactly, right? He shouldn't have touched that trophy at all. No one besides the team that won it and their families mm-hmm. should be touching that trophy. Yeah. That the fact that he was able to hold it pissed me off. I know, Sam. But he's the GOAT. And I don't I'm even, I'm not even like, <laughs> like, it didn't mean as much to me as like it would for you, but like, he just looks like such a clown on there too. Biggest to, clown. Yeah. So I, but I'm, not to take anything away from Messi, the, no. the actual GOAT. The GOAT, the greatest of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, again, cemented. Yeah. And I'm, I'm glad, bro. I'm that ended 2022 for me in the best possible way. Yeah, dude. Um, Hell yeah. But yeah, the sporting world, the sporting world had a lot of a lot of stuff happen in 2022. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you had the Warriors winning the championship again. That's right. Yep. And then you had, you know, the Astros oh, take, taking man. their taking their crown so, in a legitimate fashion. Wow. So a lot of people I was reading after that happened on Instagram and Twitter were saying that regardless of even they won this this ring it, they still can't get away from what happened prior to when they won the no. other ring mm-hmm. the just how illegitimate it was it it doesn't it doesn't it no. doesn't boost them past that you can't forget what no. occurred to them in their you, franchise right they'll always be seen as a, at least a couple guys on the team not everyone on that team now mm-hmm. is a part of that team that was back in 2017 mm-hmm. and possibly a couple years after that too but um yeah dude it it does it does at least for them say that they can do it without cheating, but they didn't need to cheat in the first place. That's so what I'm that's saying. That's kind of what is like annoying about it. Absolutely. Yeah, it's just kind of like it's just a. I didn't watch the last game of the World Series because mm-hmm. I could. I felt that they were gonna win, and you I had that sense. I, okay. I have that kind of, you know, that same mentality towards them that they are cheaters. So from, who did they play? Sorry, not they to played cut you the off. Phillies. Okay, that's right, Bryce yeah. Harper. Mm-hmm. And okay. Bryce Harper was having a really kind of like, uh, I guess you could say, story, uh, or like a, what is it called? Like, just a story, a fail, story tale. I guess is that mm-hmm. what you call it? A fairy story, tale? a fairy tale, mm-hmm. uh, fairy tale uh, postseason kind mm-hmm. of. Yeah, and he was having a really good postseason. Mm-hmm. He was, it kind of looked like. He had matured past like this player that he used to be, yeah. Which is true. He yeah, still yeah. he he has matured past that. Absolutely. He used to kind of be a hothead for sure. And he has that a little bit in him, in him still, but mm-hmm. he, he's kind of gone past that. So it it kind of was nice to see him come around and like it looks like okay, he's just here to get business done and play baseball, and he's not gonna you know come with that baggage. And I was, I, I was rooting for him. I, I like yeah. Bryce Harper a lot mm-hmm. now and. Yeah, it just didn't it just didn't pan out that way and the Astros won and I think for them it's good in the sense that it it gives them the validation that hey they can get a World Series and a ring without, you know, banging on trash cans. Dude, but, that was crazy, bro. Yeah, but so I can't believe they thought about that. <laughs> no, no, I came <laughs> up with that. Right. But, <laughs> but yeah, so it's it they got the ring and it is what it is and good for them, but it it is a it's not who I would have wanted to see by any means. Yeah. But um, they are a good team. That Astro team for the last years, cheating, no cheating, they've always been a solid team. Yeah, I know. They've always made yeah. it to postseason, right? Yeah, they've been really the solid. Years. Yeah, probably like uh yeah, five, six years they've been a really solid team. So Right. Seven years maybe. Yeah. So I don't know. It it, it is nice. I, I, I am glad they won in in a sense. Okay. 
in a sense, just people about to come after you. Bro. No, just because I, I just don't want to talk about it anymore. I'm still For talking sure. about like talking about the Astros mm-hmm. and like that. Uh, they they only won because they cheated. Like, right. OK, this gives them the validation. Let's just move on. I don't want to talk about it anymore, sure. honestly, because I was just like back in 2017. And mm-hmm. it's hard not to have the. And what's your team? D-backs. And I can tell. Yeah. So obviously they. Yeah. They're Which not, is not uh, not the best performance. Not the greatest team to be a fan of right now. But When's the last time they even made the postseason? That was back, back in, like, in 2017. 2017. So that was that same year that they got caught. The Astros got caught. That's actually wow. kind of funny. I didn't think about that. They Look made it that. to the wild card <laughs> uh, game in 2017, and I was at that game, and that was a, a crazy game against the Rockies. Yeah. Um, but since then, the team has just kind of like faded, fizzled Yikes. out a lot of their star players. Yeah. And, it's a different dynamic now. I mean, we've had Tori Lavella, who's been our manager for a couple of years, mm-hmm. and I think a big problem with the D-backs is just that they don't have – they always get a manager for the last couple times that hasn't had managerial experience before. Okay. But other than the D-backs, we can talk about some big things that happen, like, mm-hmm. in baseball as far yeah, as like trades. What? Like, so, so what's the scope looking like? What's the moves looking like for this offseason? So my favorite probably move that happened would have to be Aaron Judge to the Giants for a couple hours. <laughs> and that's it. And that was I it. can't believe they reported that, bro. I was screaming. I came I to your room. I was like, bro, there's no way. Dude, yeah. Did you oh, yeah. See that? It oh, wasn't man. just you, bro. It was the whole world thought he I was, was going like, to the Giants. Wow. So he was on the, he was never a part of the Giants, but for a couple hours, I guess. Yeah, a couple hours, I guess. And <laughs> people, enough time for people to make Photoshop. Yeah, I can't, I can't wait to see his highlight yeah, reel. See him in the, <laughs> see him in a Giants uniform. That was crazy, bro. I remember but, seeing that. But he ended up going to the, the Yankees. I mean, he stayed, yeah. Yeah. And good for – well, I mean, I've, I've been seeing a lot of opposing conversations about whether he should have stayed, whether he should have left. The franchise didn't treat him too well. There was fans booing him actually I in know. the postseason, which I think it's was completely uncalled for. Look what he did. I know. The, the record he broke, which was most home runs in what division? Um, in the – well, he's in the American League. In the American League, that's what I meant, yeah. Mm-hmm. So he broke that record for most um, home runs in the American League. Mm-hmm. Not in a single season? Yeah, in a single season. Not postseason, right? I don't think I don't they, know. I don't think it includes postseason. No. But for him to accomplish that feat mm-hmm. and then look how well the Yankees were doing up to that postseason, for fans to be fooing, uh, booing him, for fans to be you know calling him overrated, stuff like that, I think is completely uncalled for. And it just diminishes, like, the hard work work he put in and how much he really did contribute. Oh, so yeah. if I were him and I saw that, I'd be like, bro, like, come yeah, on, I'd do you be, guys even I'd deserve me? upset for sure yeah. because it's like you're playing. And, and he is a good face for the Yankees, too. Absolutely, like he's a, yes. He's a great face Franchise for the Yankees. Franchise player. And, like, in the sense of the Yankees last season, dude, they should have they should have won the World Series. They should have been in the World yeah. Series. They had a stacked team. Bro. They had so many pieces yeah. to that team. They were must have been paying so much money for that team and they it, they just didn't make it happen so i can see in the fans perspective how it's a disappointing year but you can't it was don't put that on judge no, he, he performed yeah, for sure he, he absolutely performed it's just the yankees can't break that curse of, of yeah. being trash in the postseason yeah i think if the yankees didn't re-sign him it would have been a real real waste of like having a player that is a yankee face like absolutely because it's hard to find that guy because the yankees are kind of that team that you want a face of the franchise mm-hmm. a little bit mm-hmm. and he is a perfect guy mm-hmm. for them i agree so if they would have lost him it would have been a big loss on their part in my opinion but they ended up keeping him for nine years 360 mil is how what? is how much wait how hold on so he's 
Signed for nine years. Nine years, 360 million. How old is he? He There's is, no way nine Dude, that's how baseball years. contracts go nowadays, Really? Because I remember Bryce Harper signed, what, like a six, seven year. Yeah, it's And ridiculous. I thought that was absurd. It's insane how much, like, how long these contracts are. They're, they go from, like, 10 to 15 years sometimes. How is that, like... Judge is 30 years old. How is that allowed, bro? He's going to play there till he's 39? Exactly. Unless a team buys him out, right? I guess. Is that how it works in baseball? Mm-hmm. Like, you got to buy out that clause. Yeah, or if he's included in a trade of some sort, which I... I don't know, maybe like later in his career, but how is that allowed though? Nine years? I know, dude. Yeah, it's that's and how would the players even be okay with that? Like, no, 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 no. I want three hundred. I mean, that's mil. your whole, that's your livelihood, like just in a contract right there for you. I mean, you got your whole Damn, bro. livelihood right there, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, you do have to commit to a team for that amount of time, which is absolutely is is that's, a scary decision. I feel like yeah, bro, because. I don't know. I don't even know what I'm doing tomorrow. Right. I can't imagine like nine For years. For the nine, next nine years. Well, I know where Judge will be. He'll be in New York. <laughs> Hopefully yeah. breaking more records. Dude, yeah. Hopefully not getting booed. I hope he gets a ring. That Yankees team, I wouldn't have minded them getting a ring. I'm not usually a Yankees fan, but Shit, I liked a lot of their players on that team. Yeah. And my, uh, they were definitely a disappointing yeah, team. Yeah, my dad's a huge Yankees fan. My uncle's a huge Yankees yeah. fan. So in turn, I like the Yankees a lot too. What was mm-hmm. the last time they won a ring? Like 96? Dude, it's been... It was like 96, I believe. Dude, it's been a little bit since Something they, like I that. I don't know. It's been a while since they've even been to the World Series. Yeah. I think it was like... 2009? 2009. Was it 2009? I think they won in 2009. No. Did they not? Heck no, bro. When's the last ring? Look it up real last quick. But time. as you do that, yeah, I like I said, bro, like just seeing the Yankees throughout at least the past four years when I really started getting more into watching baseball, at least the postseason, man, they, they can't catch a break. The d no, the Yankees. Oh, the Yankees. The Yankees, I'm Yankees sorry. Yeah. yeah. They can't catch a break. I remember seeing last season when they lost against Boston. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, bro, really? Uh, yeah. Bro. And it would have been Boston, too. Come on, man. It would have been Boston. <laughs> it's funny, right? It just happens. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't. Oh, so that was actually – so the last time they were in the postseason, no, that was Houston. That was the series against Houston when everyone thought that Judge should have been the MVP instead they gave it to Altuve. Yeah, bro. Which – What was that I don't know. about? I don't know what I'm looking at right now, honestly. I just tried to find the last time they were in the World Series. Did you find it? I don't know. It kind of okay. put me in a rabbit hole that All I didn't good. want to go down. Anyways, but, yeah, they haven't won in a while. Yeah, so we'll keep but it as far that. as, a, like, another move that happened during the yeah. postseason, uh, Justin Turner, I oh, thought yeah. that was a pretty yeah. big move. And he was at uh, Dodgers, right? Mm-hmm. Dodgers for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twenty. Third baseman? Third baseman. Yeah. 21.7 mil for two years. See, the, that's more reasonable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the Red Sox. Oh, Red Sox. It's going to be a Red Sox, huh. which I'm excited to see that, honestly. That Dodgers team is kind of in a weird limbo with their team, I think. They they were a team that had a lot of young guys at one point that had a lot of talent, and right. now a lot of them are kind of fizzling out because you kind of got uh, Cody Bellinger even. He just yeah, went yeah, to Bellinger. the Cubs. Yeah, but I mean, I feel like he fell off a lot, right? Yeah, he based did. on like his MVP season and stuff. Yeah, a hundred percent. Because people figured out his swing. He has a really like long swing. He doesn't really keep it. So I think pitchers kind of figured him out. I don't think he. I wouldn't like, have caught that. Yeah, his first season, I think he like had an edge on them, but p- pitchers kind of figured him out. But he's going to the Cubs. Okay. Um, Cubs. Shout out Ben. That's his team. Yeah, ben Cubs. But yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so there was Bellinger. a couple moves. I mean, mm-hmm. it's too early to kind of talk about predictions for the year. One thing I thought was funny that I wanted to bring up, yeah, just because I thought it was like, I don't know where this came from, right? But this was on the uh, MLB like Twitter, yeah, yeah like yeah. actual verified MLB tweeted this out. NL award predictions for 2023, 
MVP, you got Ronald Acuna Jr., who is a good pick. He's on okay. the Braves. Okay. Shout out the Braves. I like right. that team. Uh, Ronald Acuna Jr. for MVP. Uh, Cy Young, Zach Gallen, which is the D-backs pitcher, mm. uh, starting rotation pitcher. Uh, and manager of the year, Tori Lovello, who is the D-backs manager. So I don't know where this came from. Wait, what are you on right now? This what? is the ML. This was literally on MLB Twitter, the NL Award Predictions. Their official Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, this is the beginning of the season, so it really means nothing. But I just yeah, like wonder did where do they get that from? Yeah, what's the basis on? Yeah, like? I have no idea, but I just thought that was really funny and interesting that <laughs> yeah. D-backs took up two slots on the award prediction for Cy Young and Manager of the Year. Um, the D-backs had a better season than they probably a lot of people expected. But how much better? Season. It was like <laughs> they were around 500, okay. like maybe. So that's that. But yeah, so I just thought that was kind of a funny thing. Yeah, man, baseball moves. And um, yeah, I don't know, bro. Like, I can't really say much. Again, I'm not that the biggest baseball fan, but I do like watching postseason and I do like keeping up with the Yankees. But I mean, just to kind of end the note, yeah, you think the Astros deserved it? I think the Astros, I think, yeah, they are a good enough yeah. team to win it okay. on their own. They didn't need to cheat in the first place. Yeah. They could probably could have won it that year without cheating, and they just cheated, so that that's what tainted that. Yeah. So. But it would have been better to see Harper with a ring. I would have liked to see okay. him with good a ring more for sure, bro. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Man, uh, just on the note of, of the sporting world, man, something that stuck out to me that happened in October 2022, uh, Sugar Sean versus mm-hmm. Peter Jan. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even know where to start with that fight. I remember Munchies and I were here watching it. You actually got a glimpse of it, right? Yeah, um, I got a little glimpse. Me and Mackenzie were coming back from California yeah, that day. Right. But I was watching it a little bit. Man, um just to just to see uh Sugar Sean really finally get that huge breakthrough fight, which was insane for him to go straight immediately to fighting the was he a champ or was he the number one contender? Jan, number one, right? Okay. So yeah. Shout so, out Munchies behind the yeah, camera. Yeah, shout out Munchies. So yeah, Jan, as Munchies mentioned, was a champion at one point, and he was the number one contender at the time. So for Sean to get that opportunity to fight him was already in itself insane. Mm-hmm. Huge anticipated fight, and and I mean, Sugar Sean will sell mm-hmm. pay per views, right? Oh yeah. So g- give give him his money. Anyways, aside from that, the actual performance, dude. When I tell you, Munchies and I were standing, bro, like arms above head, like what the hell's going on? Mm-hmm. Staring at the screen, sweating, bro, anxious. Mm-hmm. That fight was intense, man. Mm-hmm. It was intense, all, like all around, back and forth, so close to the point where it could have gone either way. Even Sean himself said yeah. so. But damn, I hated to see the hate that Sean got yeah. after he won. There was a lot. I hated to see that. Yeah. Everyone was It was more on the judges, him. right? Or it was more on the judging of the fight, not um, necessarily directly at Sean or I mean, what I, was it? I don't want to say just because I'm not too familiar with that point, and I wish Munchie was here to explain the case because he, he knows more of the knowledge. But I will say that, yes, there's a lot of controversy on, on how the judges even score the fight to begin with. Yeah, obviously Jan, talked about that. Yeah, yeah, and obviously Jan had a lot more ground time, like dominated ground time. But, I mean, one of the cases that Sean ma- mentions himself, which, which he has mentioned, was what did he do with the ground time? Mm-hmm. He didn't do anything. No damage done. Mm-hmm. Look at the strikes, right? They should they should be officiating on significant strikes and damage done. And look what I did. Mm-hmm. I d- got a lot of damage on him. So to say that, yes, he got me on the ground for this amount of time, 
he didn't do anything with it. Yeah. I actually was able to get out of it all the time. Right. Did no damage at all. Mm-hmm. So again, when when they finally declared him the winner, when they oh man, that was insane, bro. Yeah. I was screaming so. I just wanted to point that out, kind of tell the story there for Sugar Sean. Oh, yeah. Uh, Shout out Sugar. He has big, big plans, I guess. Uh, I saw him tweeting saying he's got big plans coming for his next fight. Um, I don't think he'll get a title fight. I remember Munchies and I were talking about it. I don't think he'll go straight for a chance at the belt, but it would be cool to see him going go up against uh, Chito, which mm-hmm. he previously had a fight with, and he lost, right? Uh, well, he claims he didn't lose. <laughs> he claims that he's undefeated, but it was because of a weird nerve that got kicked and... It kind of disabled his movement and stuff, but I think it would be cool to see a rematch there um, just to really solidify, like, all right, we'll see what what truly can happen between two prime healthy fighters in that sense. Absolutely. And then from there, I don't know. Um, again, I'm not, I, I, I wish Munches were here to explain more of that, but yeah, yeah, I wanted to explain the Sugar Sean event yeah, that dude. happened I'm excited back in to October. see what fights he's got coming up. Yeah. It's fun to see people hit each other sometimes. <laughs> yeah, like, actually, yeah. 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 And like, it, I saw, like, Will Smith, I think, hit Chris Rock yeah, earlier so this year. Yeah, so that was UFC pay-per-view 279, Chris Rock versus Will Smith. Dude, that was, that was a good card. That was a good card. Uh, I, I think they were the co-main. Yeah. They were the co-main. I think Had Ng- to be. Nganu was the main right there. But, mm-hmm. yeah, Will Smith versus uh, Chris Rock was crazy. Crazy and it showdown. was, I mean, again, at the end of the day, I don't think a lot of people were watching the Oscars anyway. Yeah. But the fact that that happened, everyone immediately <laughs> went to go report oh, yeah. that immediately. I saw it live. You dude. saw it live. I wasn't watching it. I didn't see it until the next day yeah. when I woke up. But what, so go ahead and give it your impression like, of. Well, my whole family was just in the living room and we kind of like look at each other after it happened and we were like. Was that scripted or like? Well, Did it seem scripted? Because it, it just kind so- of felt scripted, mm-hmm. but like there was like it felt like there was a weird, awkward silence, and then it kept cutting out Chris Rock's mic. It it felt like well, because he was like talking to Will Smith, right? So they kept yeah. cutting him out, and there's the delay where people, or well, they're uh, you know, take out whatever they said, right? So it. it when it very initially happened, I was like, must be scripted, right? It must Absolutely. be a scripted thing. But the more it played out, like after that, me and uh, I remember me and my brother Carter, we looked at each other. We're like, "Bro, did we just what did we just watch? Like, yeah. did that actually just happen?" We were kind of like, "Yeah, that seemed kind of real." Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it was absolutely a staple moment of 2022. That's for sure. That was the most random thing that could have oh happened. My gosh, dude! Like, for my observations, right? I saw it the following day. It was trending everywhere, bro. Literally, that's the only thing you saw for that day. Mm-hmm. Um. It looked scripted at first when he initially slapped him and walked off. And then Chris Rock followed it by making the statement of, damn, Chris, uh, Will Smith just slapped the shit out of me. Right. So I was like, oh, wow, huh, funny. Yeah. Like, cool bit. And then he kept going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he kept going. Yeah. And then you can tell just body language itself and what Will Smith was saying back to Chris Rock, like, keep your keep my wife's name at your you know, yeah. mouth. Mm-hmm. And he's like, it was a G.I. Jane joke, dude. Right. Chill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was crazy. It was so uncomfortable, bro. Everyone dude, in the crowd, so you saw their faces and stuff. Oh my gosh, they're sitting there like, damn. Dude, all there's right. so many opportunities too that Will Smith could have like played it off. Like, I feel like Chris Rock even gave him a little opportunity to kind of like not make a big deal out about it. Like, yeah. Will Smith just slapped the shit out of me, you know, kind of like yeah. making a joke about it. But then yeah. Will Smith came in aggressive. But it, what what was so bizarre to me, dude? Like, even beside that, like the fact that so he made the GI Jane joke first because. Uh, uh, Jada Pinkett has alopecia, mm-hmm. which is, you know, she struggles with her hair and stuff. So she shaved it, goes bald. 
um he makes a joke referring to that like gi jane too like it, when you see the clip as soon as he makes that joke it cuts to them right yeah. Will Smith sitting next to her and he's laughing i know yeah he's laughing so i don't know if he's laughing out of like awkwardness he's laughing to kind of cope with the fact that yo that's messed up or something yeah. but the the following action nah. does not correlate with the reaction yeah. he had initially to that joke i think jada gave him a look absolutely and yeah. i understand uh, you, we can get into conversations of, uh, you know, was it justified, which I don't want to. I don't want to sit here and, oh, well, it's justified because of this. No. There's already a huge debate going on. Well, oh, good thing he slapped or no, that's messed up. Yeah. Whatever. He did what he did. Yeah. Um, the fact that he assaulted Chris Rock, assaulted or if, whatever. He assaulted I get, him. Yeah. I slapped him. <laughs> slapped I was like, damn, bro. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was super uncalled for. Yeah. That was crazy. It was crazy. It was just Talk about a made-for-TV moment, Absolutely. Bro. <laughs> yeah. And that's why a lot of people are saying, dude, it's scripted. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's going to oh, bring yeah. a lot of attention to the Oscars. Mm -hmm. I guarantee you more people in the future are going to want to tune in to see if more stuff like this happens. Mm -hmm. That's why I, there's that, you know, theory of, of going yeah. on. It's scripted. But mm -hmm. to me, it's not. Yeah, um, I, I kind of played into it a little bit, too. I, yeah. I kind of, like, was like, was that scripted? Like, it was, it, it was just too crazy to me for yeah it seemed a little I, surreal for just sure. like for me to like think about like what is going through will smith's mind like that this is a good idea to do right now yeah, yeah like yeah. this is the appropriate thing to do right now and then you got to go on stage after and accept your you and know, then he won the, yeah yeah role, he, and he won his gotta, award for uh yeah it was best actor yeah but for, what movie did you do it was the serena, serena williams, williams one i forget what it's called but um i did not go see it after those events <laughs> i i watched a little bit of it I for, whatever i forgot what the movie was called but yeah he did yeah. win the award and he was crying but it was cool like the advice he he received from like denzel washington and like all these people around him and it, it was cool the message he gave afterwards yeah um he was basically saying like at your highest heights that's when the devil comes for you and will try yeah. to take you and, and and you know that's when he attacks the most and and he was taking accountability for what he did yeah. um but it was still so weird to somewhat yeah to see it was odd it was an odd man it Show, just, showed a lot bro i don't know i don't want to go into it too much but it was crazy Jada and Will got a weird, interesting dynamic. Man, interesting dynamic. That's a whole other discussion yeah. in itself, man. I don't like, want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to touch that topic either. But, um, but Will Smith slap, bro. That that is a staple moment. Staple moment of, of 2022. 2022. So now I'm excited to see what will happen this year because I feel like, I just feel like this year has a lot of room for for anything. Dude, whether it be controversy, absolutely. whether whether it be anything releasing. Mm -hmm. um, I know I'm excited for a couple drops. Mm -hmm. I'm sure, you know, you're anticipating some cool stuff. Absolutely. I'm just, man, I want to mention this right now. I'm just waiting for Attack on Titan. Please, just just finish Attack on Titan, bro. I'm done waiting for part one, part two, part three. Yeah. I'm sick of it, bro. I just want to see Attack on Titan finish. Yeah, I need guy to close his phone, refresh every the news single day. Every hour on the hour. It don't, it don't stop. And so it makes me anxious. I want it to stop. Please just end it, bro. <laughs> and the reason I haven't read the manga and stuff, because they came out and said that the anime ending will be different mm -hmm. from the manga. It'll take on a different approach. So I'm curious to see what that will look like. Yeah. And obviously, once it ends, I'll go and read the manga version or at least look it up and see how it differs. But Attack on Titan, I'm waiting for. Demon Slayer Season 3, the Swordsmith Village arc can't yes, wait bro i'm i'm excited to see the new hashiras that will be um introduced mm, I, i'm i'm waiting for the same. for more information on the moons like the different demons that you know how they're ranked from one through 12 absolutely i cannot wait to see how same. cold they are bro yeah, they're killers I know, dude. they're killers mm -hmm. so demon slayer i'm excited for you got any picks that 
you're anticipated uh coming up this year yeah no man i'm just excited to grind this year (laughs) yeah yeah for sure (laughs) grinding's not gonna stop yeah for sure grinding's not gonna stop and obviously man i'm excited to intake all that media so we can talk about it um man indiana jones indiana coming out would i say i'm excited for it I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. He's an old. You haven't seen the trailer either. I haven't okay, seen good. the trailer. Good, yeah, good, good. We can save that for something else. Absolutely. But, uh, yeah. I don't know. It yeah. should be an interesting year. Yep. I'm excited to see what happens. I'm excited to see what we make. Mm-hmm. Excited to see what comes out of this year. But I think it's going to be a cool year. Yeah. We're going to be making a lot of content. Absolutely. I'm excited. I think it's going to be a good year for film frat. Yeah, most definitely. So with that being said, we appreciate all the support. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for giving us the clicks, giving you, giving us your uh, undivided attention. And uh, from there, we'll, we'll just keep continuing to do what we do. Um, hopefully you guys will be there for the ride and um, any Last thoughts? No, sir. We're going to get it. It's going to be a good year. Let's get yes, it. Yes, sir. 2023. Yes, sir. Appreciate y'all. Hot.